welcome to the Praying Wife podcast. I am your host, Corrine Cash. And as always, I am just delighted to have the opportunity to be in your cars or your living room or your kitchen or wherever it is you are listening to me from today, this morning, this evening. It's always such a blessing when I, you know, get to see how many people are listening and where you're tuning in from all over the world. It really does warm my heart. And I give all glory and thanks to God, really, because it's getting his message across and making sure that we can continue to build the kingdom of God through whether it's positive episodes we have or an episodes when my husband would come in and trying to help build marriages. That's what it's all about, about us building the kingdom of God. And today, I really just wanted to have a let my hair down frank conversation um, with all of you, because at this point, you have become family. And there's always so much going on, right? There's a lot of things that are vying for our attention. Um, Me as a mother, a wife, um, an employee, (laughs) a business owner, it's just there's there's always a lot of things that's on your plate. Uh, And of course, let's not even forget about ministry. Um, As most of you should know, hopefully you do know at this point, we are busy planning our praying wife virtual empowerment conference. We are so excited about it. This is going to be our first uh, conference and we already have hundreds of women that have signed up and we are just going to be in expectation. We're already in great expectation to see what God is going to do next week, Saturday. But even with that, you know, that's just, there's so many things that it's there for us to do. There's so many things and me, just just me speaking, you know, f- frankly with you guys, as open, honest and transparent as I can be, sometimes it gets overwhelming. There are some days I, you know, just have to say, God, you have to take the wheel. Like there's not enough hours in the day. There's not enough, you know, for me, mindset, strength, anything, whatever you want to call it. And so it's so important that we stay connected to our source. And one thing that I love about God and that we have to remember is that he wants us to be open, honest, and frank with him. He doesn't want us to hide our feelings. He doesn't want us to act like we have it all together. He doesn't want us to be perfect or, you know, to put on the mask that we sometimes have on, especially when we get in the presence of other believers. It's almost like, you know, we have to make sure we have it all together and bless the Lord and hey, sister. And, you know, and it's like he wants us to have that. Daddy, I need you. Daddy, my life is not perfect. You know, there's some things that's going on. There's there's one person in the Bible. And of course, it caught they caught my attention because we all know him. And it's the psalmist David. And when the Bible called David a man after God's own heart, I mean, that really, really challenged me to say, wait, let me do a kind of deep dive (laughs) into King David. And really and truly, most of us, if not all of us, have read at least one chapter or verse in Psalms. We've quoted it. It's in numerous songs. Like even if you didn't know a lot of the things that we sing or that we say, they're taken from Psalms. And if we take a look at the way that David approached God and God considered all of this worship and he would just bear his entire soul to God. 
And he would talk about his situation. He would say how enemies are against him and how he's hiding out. And honestly, sometimes when he felt like he could not hear from God, like when he felt as though God was distant and, you know, he's really like, hey, where where are you? <laughs> like, like, I feel like this. I feel like I'm defeated. And then, you know, there's so much things that's going on. But one thing I love about David is when you look in scripture, especially in the Psalms, even in the times when David is complaining, when David is bearing out his soul, he is reminded, he is comforted. He even tells us, even if it's the end sentence or the last verse or the last few verses, it always ends with a but, <laughs> but I will praise God. You know, um, it, it, and maybe I know you might be saying, well, I didn't see a but in there every time. Okay, listen, I'm just saying, probably paraphrasing, but he changes it around. It goes from I'm defeated, I'm lost, people are against me too. But yet I will praise the Lord, oh, my soul, or but I find refuge in my God or my God always hears my prayer. And it's like in the midst of him pouring out his soul to God, he is in turn strengthened. And that's what like God wants us to be vulnerable with him so that in the midst of that, he can strengthen us because it is in those times of purity when we are worshiping him, because David's acts, his, his psalms, his, his pouring out of his soul was considered worship. And what did we, we know what the Bible says? That God is looking for what? For those who will worship him, bearing out their soul to him in spirit and in truth. And the only way that we can be truthful is when we are telling the truth, right? When we're not just going before God's throne, knowing that you just had an argument with your husband and you're like very upset and there's, you know, things that's going on or you're confused or you're on the phone with your girlfriend or, you know, just a friend or a family member and you're saying how stressed you are or, you know, there's so many decisions you have to make. But then we go before God and it's just, I thank you for this. You're awesome. Amen. And don't get me wrong. We need to do those things. Like he, he's, he asks us to come before him, acknowledge the fact that he is holy. Thank him for the things that we have. But don't forget to ask for the things that you need. Don't forget to be honest and open with him. It's a relationship that God is seeking, not a religion. He doesn't want us to come before him because we're taught that we have to pray and it's a structured thing and it's a religious thing and it's an act that we do because we know it's the right thing to do. But he wants us to move past that to where we are pure in heart, pure in spirit, pure in our worship, pure when we're before him and saying, God, I don't understand what's going on. I had a crummy day. <laughs> I, you know, I have a head, whatever it is, how we're feeling in that moment. And we start to build the relationship with God where we trust him enough to be vulnerable with him. And then we get into the place where he can reveal more of himself to us. Why? Because now we are showing him who we are. We're opening up ourselves to him. And now he has full access to be able to strengthen our spirit. Because again, when David prayed to him or, or worshiped in, in his songs and all of that, in the midst of that, his mindset shifted. Now, I have to believe that in the middle of that, he's getting strength from the spirit of God. 
Because now he's entering into a place where he's in a relationship, where he's communing with his heavenly father. And God can speak and impart on him and remind him even in those moments that I am still with you. Lo, I am with you even till the ends of the earth. That no matter who is against you, no matter who's talking about you, no matter who's plotting against you, I am still here. And the armies of heaven backs God up and they back us up as well. And we have to be reminded of that. But the only way we can be reminded and strengthened in those moments is when we approach God in pure worship. When we're willing to say, you know what? (laughs) No, everything is not all right. Because, you know, a lot of times when someone asks, hey, how are you? Our go-to response is what? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. Thanks. How about yourself? It's almost like a default response when we know if we took a step back and thought about how we are doing, pretty good is probably not the right answer or response. So God wants us to really, really look at him as though it is a relationship. That is what he is seeking. He wants to know us. He wants to to share, to share in in our days, to share in our desires, to share in our, our destiny, whatever it is that's going on. He wants to have that time with us. And so it's so important, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself even as I speak to you, that we set aside that time where we can approach the Father in truth, in, in worship of God. Let me talk to you about my day. Let me tell you about some things that came up that I don't understand. Let me tell you about some things that I wrestled with. Let me tell you about some things that I did that I know you're not pleased of. Amen? Hello? <laughs> if we're honest, and it's not like he doesn't know. But sometimes, you know, it's almost like if you knew that you caught your son or your daughter in something and you, you want to know if they're going to come to you and be honest. And God is looking for that. Sometimes he's like, well, I wonder if she, she remembers that I, I, could, I could see her. <laughs> I can hear her. I know exactly what happened today. But will we be honest and go before him and say, God, please forgive me. Forgive me of, of my sins. Forgive me of my thoughts. Forgive me of my words. Whatever it is that wasn't pleasing. And, you know, one thing that I make a habit is asking him to forgive things that I don't even know. If I did it and I didn't realize it, forgive it. Forgive me, one, yes. But number two, show and reveal those things to me so that I can truly repent. Because repentance is turning away from the thing that you're apologizing for. So we have to remember, too, even when in the midst of asking for forgiveness, it's like, forgive me for this. But what God is seeking in addition to that is full repentance. And so I've, I've come to the realization or, or this one practice that I have is that God, please forgive me of my sins, knowingly and unknowingly, thoughts and words and deeds. And if there is something that I did that offended you, that goes against your word, reveal that to me, reveal that during our time of, of quietness, of our, you know, our special quiet time together or in times when I'm reading your word, like show me, show me these things so I can see so that I can turn away from it. And that is where God wants us to get to a place of worship, of truth, of being real, being vulnerable with him so that he can truly mold us and shape us into who he wants us to be. And not only that, but so he can rescue us from a lot of the things that we deal with that we really shouldn't be dealing with. Like there are some things that the enemy has us still bound in that we already have freedom from, 
But unless we start to share those things and not hide those things, asking the Holy Spirit to help to renew us, renew our minds, renew our actions, renew our thoughts, renew our words daily, every single day, (laughs) every day, there's a new experience. I can guarantee you, even though we all have a routine and sometimes if I'm honest, I know for me, you know, I may be dropping the kids and I'm like, okay, another day. Here it is. It's like clockwork. You know, it's 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. and you're dropping off and 8 a.m. and you're starting work. And and it's like the same day and then you go to sleep and it repeats. It's like a cycle, right? Sometimes if we look at it, we're, we're like in a routine. But even in the routine days, something comes up that's new. Might be slight, might be big, but every day there's a new experience that happens Again, whether big or small, but this also is why the the Bible tells us that God's mercies are renewed every morning. Why? Because you're going to need new grace, new mercy, (laughs) new mercies for that day, because there are going to be things you're going to meet someone or someone's going to say something or something's going to happen that we're going to need the grace of God and the mercies of God to continue to cover us. And we are human. So we, we are still learning We're learning how to be like our father. We're learning that we're made in his image and his likeness, but we're still flesh. And so it's a constant battle of flesh and spirit. And so every single day, we need to be seeking his face in worship and letting him know this is what's going on. This is how far I am. I need some help. I need some direction. I need some strength. I need some joy. I need some peace, whatever it is. God wants us to know that he loves us enough. He loves us more than we can ever know. We don't have to hide. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to put on a mask. God loves us just as we are. And he wants to continue to build us to be who he has called us to be. He doesn't expect us to be perfect, but he sees us as perfection. He sees us where he knows that he's called us to be. And many of us, we're not there. We're probably not going to get fully there until we're in our new home in the kingdom of heaven. But until that time, while we are on earth and we're walking through the process, he wants to renew us. He wants to transform us. He wants to build us where we're walking with that authority, where we understand the power that we've been given. But we can't understand these things if we're bogged down constantly with stress and, you know, different distractions from the enemy and from the world and just different things, again, that the enemy is trying to keep us in bondage. But I'm reminded of the scripture that says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Remember that we have freedom. Christ died and rose again for our freedom. So we don't have to deal with or struggle with, I should say, because we'll still have to deal with things. Again, we talked about those day to day experiences. We're going to have to deal with it, but we're no longer bound. We're no longer a slave to those things. And so we have to constantly stay in the presence of God to remind ourselves that we're God's children, that we're free, that we don't have to do X, Y and Z. And that this is the way that we can conquer those things. He wants to give us the direction. He wants to reveal the secrets of the kingdom of heaven to us while we are here so that we can live the abundant lives that he's called us to live. And so I didn't want to be too long today in this episode. I really just want to challenge you as we continue 
to, you know, pile things on our to-do plates. And as we continue to deal with soccer practice and baseball club and church activities and going to work and all of the things that continue to pile on day after day, hour by hour, I feel like for me sometimes, that God wants us to bear our souls to him, that he wants us to live a life of true worship where, and it's not a, you know, being complaining or, you know, be like, oh, I don't want to bother God. He wants, trust me, he wants to hear that. He loves that because now he's like, this is my daughter. She's for real. She's not pretending with me. She's telling me, but also remembering that you will be renewed. Your strength will be filled up again. And you will be able to say, even as you're bearing your soul to him, like David would say, but I put my trust in the Lord, but I know that my God comes through every time, but I know that my youth and my energy will be renewed and fulfilled like the eagles, like we can be assured of this faith that we profess. And we can be assured that the God that we serve is with us, with all things, in all things, through all things. And we can fully understand the scripture that everything works together for good, for the good of those who called, who loved God and were called according to his purpose. So remember, not everything is going to be good, but it will work together for our good. A lot of times in experiences, it, j- it does not make sense. I have to be honest, you know, sometimes I'm like, God, I don't know how you're going to use this one. But yet I trust in your word that says you will use all things for the good, for my good. It's not going to feel good, but it's going to be for my good. And as we continue to spend more time in his presence, he will continue to reveal this. And the Holy Spirit will train us and quicken us and help us to understand the life that God is calling us to live. So right now, I just want to pray for us all. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are in heaven, oh God, that you are holy, that you are worthy, that you are righteous. God, I thank you that you have called us to be set apart. I thank you that you have called us your own. You have called us your sons and daughters. And God, we thank you that we have the privilege to come into the kingdom, into your kingdom, oh God. And I just ask right now that you would put a special blessing over each and every one of us, God. Cover our homes, cover our marriages. God, I pray right now that you will give strength to those who are listening to me right now that are feeling weak those that are feeling sad or depressed. God, we thank you that there is no hole that you cannot fill. God, that there is no problem that you cannot fix. And so I ask for your spirit right now to take complete control that you would bless us abundantly, that you would form a hedge of protection around us. We come against every plan and attack of the enemy right now, God, over our homes, our finances, our businesses, our children, our family members, our marriages, whatever it is, oh God, we thank you that you will raise a standard against the enemy, God, and that you will remind him that we belong to you. So right now, God, we give you thanks. We give you praise. I thank you that relationship with you will be at the forefront of our minds and not religion, oh God. God, because you have not called us into religion, but into relationship. And may we worship you for the rest of our days until you call us home. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening again. I do hope that you are registered for our Praying Wife Empowerment Conference happening on Saturday, September 30th. We will be going live on Facebook. We'll also be live simultaneously on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to YouTube right now so that you get the notification at The Praying Wife. You can find it online. Um, You can visit us on theprayingwife.com as well. If you want to see the schedule, see the speaker sets lined up. You're totally invited to do that as well. As always, if you have prayers, please send us an email to support at theprayingwife.com. You can also email pray at theprayingwife.com. We're monitoring all of the emails and we do get them and ladies know who have responded across the world. We respond to you. We are just waiting to pray for you and we're thanking God in advance for each and every one of you. So until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Praying Wife podcast. I do pray that you were blessed. Please remember that you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are made in the image of God and you are loved. We will see you again next time.